And good morning. Welcome to the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. It's Monday, and it is the third day of October. Clipping right along, had the opportunity to spend some time with our son and daughter-in-law down in um, Slade, Kentucky. And it was just a really awesome place where we got to uh, to hike this past week. And if you've not uh, seen some of the pictures on my Facebook page, I encourage you to go over there and check it out because uh, uh, it was just really cool where we ended up going. And so I just want to encourage you to, if you like hiking, uh, you you may want to try nature. It's na- it's natural. It, you would think nature, but it's Natural Bridge State Resort Park, Slade, Kentucky. About a two and a half hour drive from where we are here in Taze Valley, West Virginia. But anyway, we had a great time, and uh, it wasn't raining there. It was raining. In a lot of places on the East Coast, but it wasn't raining there, so we ended up uh, going there. And the picture in the background uh, is from that trip, so I try to post some of those as I can. So glad to have you tuned in uh, to the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. I'm your host, John Fowler. Late today, a lot going on, and uh, so I had some business stuff going on this morning that I had to take care of. So here I are, glad to have you tuned in. If you've not heard... <clears throat> The sermon on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast, uh, LinkedIn, all these networks that you can go to uh, to listen to the message yesterday that I preached. It has a knee. That's the title of the message. It has a knee. And so uh, what we did was we started over in Romans chapter 8, verse 11, as we summarize uh, today. Uh, I just want to let you know that God's na- God named his son. And he gave him a name above every name. So I want to read that to you. But let me read you this first in Romans chapter 8, verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells, which means dwells, means lives in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by his spirit that dwells, which lives in you. So remember this, you have to get, you have to get the, uh, the, the revelation on this, that the same power that, that Jesus has, we have. The same ability to kick sin in the butt, we have that power, the same power that Jesus has. We just have to learn to tap into his power, tap into his victory, tap into his, um, his love, and, uh, and to walk in faith and to be able to do the things that Jesus did. He said, greater things will you do, because I go to be with the Father in heaven, and he's leaving it up to the Holy Spirit and you and me to get the job done. Now, over in Philippians chapter 2, 9 through 11, it says, it says wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, being Jesus, and given him a name which is above every name, every name, it doesn't matter, God's name or Jesus's name is bigger than cancer. God's name is bigger than leukemia. God's name is bigger or Jesus's name is bigger, even including God's name, is bigger than any challenge, poverty, financial issues, marital issues. God is bigger. Jesus's name is bigger than anything. And so in verse 10, it says, uh, Philippians chapter 2, 9 through 11, it says that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things in heaven, things on earth, in earth, and things under the earth. Now, a lot of people may think that that's at the end times, but that is for today. 
That's not in Judgment Day. That's actually now. That things. Uh, so what you have to do is remember that at every knee, every knee shall bow to the name of Jesus. Things that are in heaven, things that are on earth, things that are under the earth. And it says in verse 11, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Now, there is nothing any greater than the name of Jesus. And so what you have to understand is cancer has a name, okay? Diabetes has a name. Um, depression has a name. And listen to what the Word of God says. It tells us not only does it have a name, but it also tells us that it has a knee. Because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, and things in heaven and things under in the earth and under the earth has a knee. So anything that has a name has a knee. It's going to bow. Because every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Let me give you something. Over in Mark chapter 5, and this tells us that, I mean, this is just an awesome revelation that God gave me last week, and I was able to preach it in Gasway on Sunday, uh, is uh, over in Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5 tells us of a story that there was a man uh, that, was, um, that was demonic. He had an unclean spirit. That's what the Bible says in Mark chapter 5. And starting at verse um, verse uh, 2, it says, And when he had come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tomb a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, and no man, uh, not even with chains. This guy was having trouble. Night and day, verse 5, he was in the mountains, in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. This guy was demon-possessed. And, and see, it's, it's awful to the fact is that people get themselves in a shape like this to where they're demon-possessed and need to be delivered from our Heavenly Father, which is Jesus. But now that Jesus is in heaven, the Holy Spirit is here, and he wants to use you and me and is using you and me to be able to set the captives free, to heal the broken heart, to help restore marriages, to see people moved um, in a direction towards God instead of towards um, instead of towards hell, and instead of uh, to their own own um, their own lusts and uh, and people seeking their own will. It's all about Jesus, and so as we walk with Him and as we talk with Him, uh, what we have to understand is that. Night and day, this guy is in the tomb, crying, cutting himself with stones. Here's what verse 6 says. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshiped him. This man that is demon-possessed also is worshiping Jesus and acknowledges that it is him. And cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? This is the demonic acknowledging Jesus as the Son of God, the Most High. Isn't that what I just read to you a few minutes ago? In Philippians chapter 2, Wherefore God also has highly exalted him, and giving him a name above which every name, above every name. When you think about that, 
Even the demonic knows who Jesus is. The challenge that I think within the church today is the church doesn't know who they are. The church doesn't know the power that you can that you have because you're saved. And I'll show you some scripture in just a little bit if you'll stay with me on how you can grow into a mountain mover, how you can grow into a devil slayer, just like um, just like David did. And let me tell you something: you have the ability. To be able to whatever is aggravating you, whatever is is trying to kick your butt, you have the power to get rid of it through the name of Jesus and only through the name of Jesus. Why? Because his name is bigger than what you're going through. His name is bigger than what you're going through. His name is bigger than your ailment. His name is bigger than your addiction. His name is bigger. He is greater. And so if his name is in yours, Let me tell you something. You can change the world. You can change the destiny of people's lives. Hallelujah. I hope that helps you today. All right. So with a loud voice, and they said this, they said, what have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? They recognized it's Jesus. I adjourn thee by God that thou torment me not. Isn't it amazing how demons beg? And the thought process behind this is yet they're tormenting this man and have been to where he's crying and cutting himself and living in the tombs. But yet when it comes point where Jesus, Jesus hadn't said a word yet. This, this demonic legion demon is, is talking to Jesus and actually is acknowledging that he is the son of God, that he is the son of man. No name. Even the legion demon, even lust, even um, greed, even uh, adultery does not have a name bigger than the name of Jesus, which means it can be conquered. You can conquer it. You can conquer greed. You can conquer uh, gossip. You can conquer these things only through the blood of Jesus. Can you do it? You can conquer sickness, things that are going on in your your life. It has a knee. It has a name, and it has a knee. Why does it have a knee? Because every knee shall bow. What has a name has a knee. It has characteristic. So as you you move on in in the Scripture here, the Most High God, he calls him the Most High God. And Jesus answered to him the first time. He said, answered unto him, come out of the man Thou unclean spirit. And then Jesus says, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. I misquoted that yesterday and said, For I am many, but it's for we are many. And so when you look up Legion, it, it means between four and six thousand. So Jesus is talking to the main dude of the legion, and so there's four to 6,000 that he's dealing with. Here's the key. Now listen to this. He says, uh, here's, what, here's what he says. My name is Legion, and we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them away from the country. Understand today that, there are the, that the demonic is assigned to different areas. There's there's a, a a spirit of poverty. You go down to some of the some of the areas in West Virginia, 
um, there is a there is a spirit of poverty that has overtaken these areas. It doesn't have to be that way. What you have to do is come against that in those areas and and get rid of it. Make it bow down to the to the name of Jesus Christ. In um, there's a rest stop in Hurricane West Virginia on the interstate of I-64. My wife and I walk sometimes at the wave pool, and there's some trails there. And so occasionally we have to stop at the restroom over it at the uh, Hurricane uh, rest stop, which is on the interstate. But actually, that property, you can walk over to the rest stop. And so there's a bunch of uh, touring uh, brochures, things about West Virginia. Well, when you pull the one out, it says on Gassaway, Braxton County, West Virginia, it says, come and visit the paranormal. And it's like, Christy shows me this. She said, this is what we're dealing with in Braxton County. So the things that we're dealing with, and you may think that is the strangest thing, but we are dealing with spirits. We are dealing with the demonic in these towns, and you have to recognize them, and you have to get rid of them. Don't let them get rid of you. You get rid of them. You're not battling flesh or blood. You're battling the principalities, the powers, the rulers of darkness of this world. That's Ephesians chapter 6. So that's one thing you have to understand. Your marriage is under attack, not because your wife's doing this or your wife's doing or your husband's doing that. Your, your battle doesn't have a face. It doesn't have two eyes and a nose and a mouth. We're dealing with the spiritual realm. The spiritual realm is trying to destroy your home, your kids, your marriage, your finances. That's what the enemy wants to do. You can't let him do it. You have the power in, in the name of Jesus to be able to conquer anything. I said one time, you know, are you moving mountains or creating them? You have to kind of think about that for a minute. So here's what he says. So they're, they're reasoning with Jesus. They're reasoning with Jesus, trying to get him to, to keep them in the country. Well, so, of course, Jesus knowing all. So in verse 11, it says, now there uh, was uh, there. Let's see, let me start over. Now there was there nigh unto a mountain, a great herd of swines feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, send us to the swines that we may enter them. They wanted to stay in the country because they occupied that country. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave. He told them they could do it. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swines. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea. And there were about 2,000. And they all choked in the sea. So you've got between four and six legion demons that have occupied 2,000 swines. I think that was a major overtaking, if you could if you could ask me. So here's what people did. And they that fed the swines fled and told it to the city and into the country, and they went out to see what it was that was done. And they came to Jesus and to see him that he was possessed with the, the man with that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Now, here's one of the points that I want to drive home with you. Isn't it crazy that people are comfortable with the demonic? You're comfortable with depression. 
you're comfortable with the suicidal thoughts. You're comfortable with the fact is that you think that nobody loves you. Even Jesus doesn't love you. You're comfortable with the anxiety, with the adultery, with the pornography. You're comfortable with all those things because you've had you've went to bed with it every night for the last 30 years. You've it's celebrated every birthday with you. It's been at family reunions. It's been it's had Christmas dinner with you. All these things have had Christmas dinner with you all these years. And so you're comfortable with them. But isn't it amazing how people are afraid of a move of God? People are afraid when there's deliverance. What freaked them out? What didn't bother them and what would have bothered me more is you got this guy up there in the tombs who's cutting himself and crying and, and, and being tormented from hell, and they're comfortable with that. Well, there's old Jethro again. He's out, uh, he's out screaming and crying. He's probably cutting himself and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, they even tried to bound him because he was mad, and, and then they couldn't, keep, they couldn't even keep the shackles on him. But yet, they weren't afraid of him. What they were afraid of is the fact is that he got delivered and he's sitting there in his clothes and in his right mind. And you got 2,000 swines that are over in the sea drowned. And they're, and they're telling Jesus, now listen to this. In verse, uh, in verse 16, because they were afraid in verse 15, verse 16 says, and they that saw it, told them how it befell them and that he was possessed with a devil and also concerning the swines. And they began to pray him to depart out of, their co- out of their coast, out of their place. And when he was come into the ship, so Jesus leaves, and he that was possessed with the devil prayed him that he might go with him. Jesus suffered him not, and he said, go home. So this guy had a home. This guy had a home. He said, go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath great compassion on you. And he departed and began to publish how great things that Jesus had done. And the men marveled. Isn't that crazy? That men literally marveled. It's like... People don't marvel at cancer. They, oh, they, you know, it's awful. They, people don't marvel at, at the leukemia or they don't, they don't marvel at depression or anxiety. They just take a pill for it or take chemo and hope they get better. But when the deliverance comes, that's when people marvel. When the blind get their eyesight back, people marvel and they're afraid. Even the church today is afraid of a move of God. And nobody should be afraid of a move of God. I'm not afraid of the demonic either because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So this is what I preached on Sunday. So Legion had a knee. It had to bow down. Everything that you go through, depression has a knee because it has a name. What has a name has a knee. And it has to bow down because of the scripture. There is no greater name than the name of Jesus. Now, I will tell you this. Be careful what you talk about. If you're talking about what, uh, what afflicts you and what, what you're going through, if you talk about that more than you talk about the name of Jesus, then you're exalting that thing above the name of Jesus, and it, can't, it won't work that way. It can't work that way. And po- probably, like I said yesterday, people are probably tired of you talking about it anyway. The name of Jesus is a loaded missile to the gates of hell. 
And you can use the name of Jesus to be able to get where you need to go and to cast out what you need to cast out. You are in his name. His name is in your name. Your name is, is, is in his name. He intertwines with you. You intertwine with him. Because here's what, here's what it says. But if the spirit, in, let me close with this, Romans eight eleven. But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, which means lives inside of you, he that raised Jesus from the dead also quickens your mortal body. And what that means is mortal body means a dying body by his spirit that dwells in you. Now remember over in Luke, let me give you this scripture. I promised you I'd give you this one. I give this one to you a lot, and I'm just wanting you to get it in your spirit. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10 says this. Here's what Jesus said in verse 18, Luke 10, 18, 19, 20. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. So you have power over the enemy. And he says here, rejoice not that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice because your name is written in heaven. The spirits are subject to you. That legion demon is subject to you. Um, depression is subject to you. You're not subject to it. You make it bow down. You don't bow down to it. It bows down to you. Anything that's, uh, that's working of the, of the flesh, you have victory over it because Jesus had victory over it. Great things are ahead for you. Let me tell you something. You get a hold of that scripture, and I encourage you today to make sure you share this because this is revelation from heaven that the Lord gave me, and I'm so excited to share it with you today. So if you're not where you need to be with, today with Jesus, I encourage you to just accept him. Say, Father, forgive me of my sins. I ask you to come into my life and live. I ask you to use me for your kingdom, glory, and honor. You pray that prayer, let me tell you something. Your name is written in heaven. Now, if you've got something that's aggravating you, it may be a cancer, it may be a growth on your skin, it may be um, something that's going wrong in your body, you tell it to bow down. You tell your body to come into alignment with the name of Jesus Christ and be healed and be whole and be well in Jesus' name. I speak over you today that you're healed in Jesus' name. God has done a work in your life. Great things are ahead for you. Man, let us know that you got saved today. Let us know that God's working in your heart. You want to be a part of this ministry, you can also, by watching, you can also uh, financially support this ministry. Text the word PULSE to 1304-244-3187. Go to thepulsechurch.com, give through PayPal, or mail your love gift to P.O. Box 141 Gassaway, West Virginia, 26624. I promise you, men will pour, pour into your bosom as you give to the Pulse Church. I promise you. Have a great day, everybody. John Sandy, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday for the next edition of the Pulse WV Live and Network that Beats to the Heart of God. Have a great day, everybody. Share this broadcast. Thank you.